0: of the new Outriders podcast. I am your host, Talalan, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Lady Roxanne. How are you doing, Roxy?
1: I'm great. Excited for the show.
0: And Lord Lesarian, How are you, Jess? Rehails. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Very good. And our guests tonight are uh, my I'm Nora's first family. Uh, first, we have Marquis Bug. How are you doing? Greetings. Uh, Grandi Ojiki. Thanks for being here.
2: Hey, it's great to be here. And Knight
0: Zaira, how are you doing?
3: I'm doing great, thanks.
0: Thank you guys for being here. Um, we've always said that Nor is a, a family environment, and you guys are basically the epitome of that. Um, I want to start with so Spug. Uh, you are the old hat here. You've been in NOR for a long time. Uh, when did you get your start?
4: I think I joined NOR back in uh, about the late in 1991. And uh, that was, a, I think I missed a charter member membership by about two weeks. So, one of the very first NORs.
0: And now, when you joined, what, what brought you to NOR first?
4: I think it was uh, you know, just the kind of people I like to hang out with. Uh, I liked the fact that they were helping other people and uh, trying to uh, promote the, uh, the, the environment in a positive way that, uh, that was happening within the, the games at the time. Um, The first one being uh, Imagination Network um, was put out by Sierra, was it Sierra Networks or Sierra Gaming? Yeah. Um, And the Knights of Eusebius was the the, kind of the game at the time, Um, and that's kind of where I met up with everybody.
0: Now, this was back in the days of hourly (laughs) Internet charges and... You know, this was like before you received AOL discs in the mail every other week. Um, how was that environment different than it is today?
4: Well, besides being very expensive, depending on uh, you know how long you wanted to stay online,
0: um, you
4: basically dialed up. You know, there was uh, there was no broadband. Um, it was all via modem, and it was all very slow. And so, the the environment was quite a bit different than what we're used to today. Um, and you had a particular areas in the game that you would go into, and uh, you know you would go there to play the games. But uh, over time, it kind of, uh, the, you know, the social aspect of the Nation Network was was something none, none, nobody else had at the time, and that's really why that network took off and and uh, where I met a lot of my friends.
0: Who were some
4: of those friends
0: that you met back then?
4: So I think uh,
0: in the in the guild, uh, some of the first
4: members, that it was Lord Flar, or I don't remember what his rank was at the time, but it was Flar that recruited me, and there was Avatar, and Lessa, and Snoop Dogg, and Mr. Wizard, I think was one.
5: Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, do you remember, like, uh, like Lord Lords Damien and uh, Lady Eldrill at all, or Ledgiel? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay.
4: I just can't remember everybody's name right now. Uh, No, man. It was like a front front notes or something. I don't know.
5: (laughs) I can't either. I had to look it up.
1: (laughs) Spooch, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, you and I both and and Lass have been around the gaming community a long time. We all started our career in gaming back in, you know, in Imagination Network. How do you feel or how do you think the gaming community um, has changed over the years since then? I mean, it's been a long time ago back in those days, you said we didn't have internet. We also didn't have cellular phones, you know uh, very few people had those, so it was a different time
4: right I think I think the modern society has a lot of distractions, but your mention of cellular phones there, and so. You know, back then it was, it was a very focused effort. You, you, you know, you got on to do your gaming and when you were done, then uh, you got off and you went outside and played or something like that. Whereas nowadays, uh, you either have apps on your smartphone or you're on the inter- internet doing this, whether it's uh, surfing websites or watching movies even over the internet now. Uh, um, back then it was, you know, it started out being about the games, but uh, as the social aspect, you know, came with the Imagination Network um, and then later AOL, um, that you know, that's really where people started hanging out and uh, and having friendships that that were not just localized to the people outside your front friend- door.
0: Now you used a word in there that I'm not familiar with, and if I'm not pronouncing this right, you know, let me know. But I believe it was outside. <laughs> what what's that all about? I know. <laughs> now you were with Nor in Shadows of Euserbius or Kingdoms of Euserbius or whatever the heck it was called. Um, and there wasn't really much of a game there, it was all role-playing, as Roxy has explained it to me on, on numerous occasions, um, you know, did you, obviously you're still with Nor today? in those early years when they switched from that to Neverwinter, and then eventually they moved into the realm, um, how active were you through those years?
4: Um, I had, so I was in Knights of Your and then, uh, I was in a really bad car accident, and actually, uh... Uh uh both my other family members that are on with us tonight were in that accident with me, but they were very tiny at the time um and too young to play on computers. But uh I got held up with a back injury for a long time and so I just kind of disappeared for Nor from Nor for a long time and uh actually didn't get back into it again until uh the realm. And I think it was during the beta of the realm and so um while I remember having an AOL account for a while, I didn't actually get to use it a lot at that time. And so I kind of missed out on the whole Neverwinter Nights thing.
1: Well, you know, Speedy, I remember. Of course, I'd heard about you in Servius. I, I I never really knew you back then, but I knew who you are, who you were.
6: Right.
1: And um, my next experience seeing you because I I didn't really play the realm. You know, um, I went back and played it later after several years had went by, but. My computer couldn't handle the realm. So, uh, you know, it's sad to say, but uh, I remember seeing you for the first time, and wow! And I was so excited to see you because, you know i I'd heard so much about you. You're a legend oh, in great. your own device. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm I'm so thankful that, um, you know, you made it through that car accident and uh, you came back to us. Was there ever a time um, that you considered not returning to North?
4: Um, I don't think so. I think you know life just got in the way for a while. I did play EverQuest for a while, and I was actually on that. I did a lot of beta testing for a while there, and EverQuest was one of the betas I was on. Um, I do. I do have a somewhat of an interesting story I can tell, um, since I guess that's what we're here for. <laughs> of course. Um, when I was in Knights of Your Servius, there was this other guild called the Mercs, and they were a bunch of jerks. Um, so yes, the Mercs were jerks.
5: And oh, yeah. that was the that entire game. basis of their guild.
4: Yeah. So the that particular game was the first my first experience with hackers. And these hackers at the time, most of them were in the Mercs. Um, they would uh, put like lipsticks on your on your little avatar the, or your, uh, you know, whatever your face on your screen was. Um, um, one of them developed a program called Vitamin F, which I actually used. Um, oh,
1: eight, my gosh.
6: Yeah, that was my
4: first experience with, uh, you know, like malware or hackware, or whatever you want to call it. Um, we tended to use it for good, though, where if we needed to go into a dungeon and rescue somebody or get them to someplace, we would use it for that, whereas, you know, other hackers were using it for more nefarious purposes. Um. So, uh, one of the things that happened was in Imagination Network, you paid by the hour and it was very expensive. So, the, there was a code that linked you to that, to that, uh, to the, your account, to that site. And if somebody else could get that code, they could play for free. And so, this ended up actually happening to me. Um, somebody had gotten my code and I had a bill one month that was like $780 or something like that. It was just like, holy cow. Um, and so, about oh, yeah. that time, I had that car accident, and so I, while well, I was laid up with this back injury during that car accident, um, during that time, my, you know, my profession was a full time musician, and so somebody came to me and said, "Hey, did you know that you could record music on computers and do all those cool things with it?" And and that was it. I was there. So you know, while I was uh, had this injury, um, I had bought a bunch of computers, and I was, uh, you know laying down and typing and doing what I could to, to learn what I could. And so when this hacking thing happened, um, I decided right for whatever it was that clicked inside of me, I decided right then and there I wasn't going ever going to let that happen to me again because uh, I didn't end up actually having to pay any of the money that they had racked up on me because, I, I you know, back then you dialed in. And so I asked them for, you know, can you show me the phone numbers and you, know, you should be able to trace where I was dialing in from and I could prove that it wasn't me. And so they eventually let it drop. But it kind of triggered something inside that kind of started me down the, the security path. And so uh, my profession over time ended up changing. And today I do cybersecurity for a local government agency. And so that was really life-changing for me, that whole experience um, in there. And so... While I was in Imagination Network, and we had these mercs that we were, you know, jabbing at in the in the the taverns and whatnot, um, I also came up with this idea of uh, I created this character, and this character's name was Ichabod. And it was spelled, I think, I C K A B A U D, because we were all on modems, um, and I would and I made him a troll, and uh, I actually would go into these these rooms where all these uh, mercs were hanging out, and I'd, I'd troll them, basically. So kind of in a roundabout way before That's the internet, awesome. I was one of the first trolls.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> <And> awesome.
4: But <laughs> I would shout in there. I would go in, and I'd say, the Trojans are coming. The Trojans are coming,
1: <laughs> which kind of has some,
4: you know, analogies to the kind of the, the Trojans that we see today in malware and whatnot. So, flash forward yeah. to, you know, my new career as a cybersecurity guy, and I'm going through a lot of this government training, and I meet this guy who's in the Navy, or was in the Navy, I guess, um, who now runs the Sands Institute. Um, you can Google that and look that up. And so he was teaching me some intrusion detection stuff, and he was talking about this story where he was in the Navy, and he was trying to bust these hackers. And his online name at the time was Ichabod. And so it kind of clicked with me. All of a sudden, I could remember being in these chat rooms where these hackers thought I was one of them, and I had no idea what they were talking about. (laughs) Oh, wow. Ended up inadvertently, I believe, messing up this Department of Navy investigation on these on these hackers because I had the same screen. Or it was – he spelled it a little bit differently. But it was – back then, there weren't that many people on the Internet. And so – you know, if you picked a name, you pretty much could just pick a name and nobody else had it. Sure. And so that was kind of an interesting story about how this whole progression of events kind of had uh, outside influences and some life-changing influences for me. So that's wow. my story.
1: That's amazing. I, I didn't know that, uh, speech. Um but I could see how that, you know, could uh, stir you into that direction. I know there was a lot of hacking going on back in those days. Um, I even knew other that, you know, dabbled in it uh, besides the vitamin F thing. Um, you know, but vitamin F, everyone used it. You know, uh, if you wanted to get around, take a newbie through the volcano, you know, that was the quickest way to do it because, you know, as you said, speech, it was expensive to play. It was very yeah. expensive
0: Wow, that was an excellent story. And, you know, the little bit about trolling actually made, you know, O.J. click in my head for the first time.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, everybody, well, I can't say everybody did it, but, you know, I know I would make characters, and I would just go in and, and troll people, you know, because it was fun. Well... In a messed up kind of way.
0: Well, yes, back then it would, could be, yeah, I can see how that could be fun. Today it would get you kicked off, probably.
1: Oh, yeah, there was a lot of messed up things that were said. I'm just, I'll just leave it at that.
0: So you mentioned being, that at the time, your your full-time job was as a professional museum, or museum musician, and Roxy brought this up last time we had a show, but uh, you are in a band A jazz band, as I understand it, is that correct?
4: Yeah, it's kind of the the project. I have an album out right now, is kind of pop jazz rock. I guess you call it. The band's called Stack Cats, and that's uh, a palindrome, so it's spelled the same forward as backwards. Um, And you can buy us on iTunes. Um, I do a lot of other music stuff that doesn't actually hit the market quite often. Um, I did uh, a few years ago. I did a uh, kind of a theme song for Nor, um, called Accolade. And uh, if there's a way to link that file to the, the, this podcast, uh, we should set you up with the with ability to do that, because I think it's a pretty cool song. And it, it really it speaks to kind of my experiences in Nor, you know, to, to tell you the truth.
1: It's a great song. I remember when you posted that link, um, and I went back and tried to find it, and I could not find it. So, you know, if you could post it again, that would be fabulous.
4: Yeah, the file we'll take- is still at the same location, so I'll just I'll send you guys the link again, and or post it on the boards or something. People can go find it. That'd be great. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Now, can you buy that particular song on iTunes? Uh,
4: no, that one's freely downloadable, and people are you're free to use it for whatever the heck you want to. If you want to put it on, uh, you know, some background for some project you're working on or whatever. Um, I kind of consider that a public domain piece. Although I think for the next Statcast album, we're considering redoing. So we may actually be redoing that song, but still, if you want to use it, I got no problems with. It. Cool, excellent, thanks.
0: Now, are your other, you know, do your do your your band members share your interests? Are they gamers? Are they, you know, in that world?
4: The uh, the drummer kind of is. Um, uh, he plays a lot of Fallout. Um, I'm a big Fallout fan. Um, he doesn't play the online games, not because he doesn't like them, but because he just gets so involved with him that he doesn't get anything else done, and I think that's true for a lot of
6: us. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's why my, that's my, my oh, wife, yeah. wife won't, won't play anymore.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Dark Age of Camelot
5: yeah. almost flunked me out of college.
1: Oh, wow.
5: Uh, hey, so, all right, it, so, it so you, it's, of... it's you've been a member for like 20 years now, right? I mean, so what's the deal, man? What are you hanging in there for so long for?
4: Um, I don't know. Once a or always a or I guess. Just it, yeah, you know, the philosophy of the guild matches the philosophy of my life in many ways, and and I don't, you know, I don't have any really reason to go anywhere else. I guess you know, I'm not. You know, I've been through that phase where it was all about the next level and all about getting the next item, and you know, that's there's kind of a maturity process that happens, and once you once you're kind of done with that, the the things you really look for are the friendships that you make online and the the people you meet and, and things like that.
0: Very well said. What? Yes, that's like exactly how I feel. I don't have a home right now in in Nor. I don't have a branch that I say, you know, this is the branch I play on. I sort of play on all of them on a rotational basis because I don't care about getting that next level or running that next dungeon. I just want to see my friends. That's he's our homeless guy. I am. I'm I'm a wandering homeless guy sleeping on each person's couch in turn. <laughs> We'll come back to Rift. Just He's on Rift. He plays. Wednesday nights, the occasional other night. night. Now, hey. I want to move on, if we can, to, to OJ, yes. um, who, came, who followed in, in Spug's footsteps. Now, as I understand, it, you joined Noor when you were in high school, you know, 14, 15, 16, something in there. Um, when you joined Noor, was that your choice, or was that something that was mandated to to you? you know if you were going to play
2: games online and you were going to join a guild you're going to join my guild um, to be honest i'm not sure it's it's more of I really wanted to play the game that my dad was playing, and he was playing Star Wars Galaxies at the time, and I was watching him, and he was a mon calamari and i I thought it was just hilarious that he was this fish guy with a chef hat running around barbecuing things um <laughs> And I really wanted to play, so he got it for me for probably my birthday or something like that and paid for a couple months for me, and I made my first character. And back then, um, I wasn't OJ, I was um, Cobra with a K. And I just played to have fun, and people were... it, It was weird because I was playing, and people were just giving me stuff. And it didn't really click that it was because I was Spug's son. And I guess now that I think about it, Dad got me the game and put me in nor right away like he didn't ask do you want to join my guild it was like he logged me I logged in he found my character and he instantly tagged me but he never talked to me hey you're going to join my guild he just kind of did it so I guess <laughs> with the game you know, that, came the guild
4: that's awesome. a really good point because I think uh, a lot of that had to do with if you've got kids and you're going to put your kids online how do you keep your kids safe and yeah. if I put them in the guild it was kind of a way to have uh, friends of mine watching out for
0: him.
1: absolutely yes that's that's good an excellent
0: way. point and we've seen that in some other cases, you know, Rollis's son Zalos, you know, was basically put in Nor.
5: My own um, daughter was put in Nor. Yep. There was no no discussion about it. That's what was happening. Now, Back you know, you, you joined. You sorry,
0: Roxy, I interrupted you there. Um, you joined. You know, you, your dad put you in Nor, but you know, it's Star Wars Galaxies has been gone for a while now. Um, you're still in
2: Nor. Um, so, what is it that keeps you here? It's the people, the memories. I mean, through high school and, I mean, as my dad mentioned, the whole maturing process, if i got to get that next level, i got to get that next item. I had a lot of that. In um, Star Wars, kind of, um, and then I would play a little bit of EverQuest and Dungeons and & Dragons, but I never really left, and I actually left NOR a couple of times back in World of Warcraft when I was playing that. And, I mean, we would raided you? in Kara and stuff like that, and then... Something happened, and I I dropped, and I, I transferred servers to where, like, three or four of my high school friends, they were on a different server, and I couldn't convince them to transfer, so I was like, okay, I'll just move because it'll be cheaper or whatever, and I'd play there for a few months, but I'd always miss you, Lass, Kai, Mac, Dad, just anyone one of the guild, Roxy, and so I'd come back, and I, I could never bring myself to just make a new character. I, I had to bring my other character because it, that's where all that time was spent with that levels and the items and stuff. Um and this happened a few times. I'd leave the game because I want to play something else or other servers someone else is on. And I always came back and I always came begging back to last. Hey I wanna come back. I wanna come back. I'm so sorry. You know, it's 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 that, that friendship, that family that kept pulling me back. And now I'm kinda of beyond the whole get that next level. It's fun to go and grind, get items and stuff, but it's it's the people that really pull me into it.
1: Yeah, and you know, um OJ, we've we just watched you grow up for our eyes, you know. And, you know, it's, it's, you're not only Stooge's child, but you're our child,
5: too. Oh, sure. Put him on the spot like that, Rock. <laughs> well, you know, my first
0: interaction with OJ, I left probably, it was before Burning Crusade came out. That's when I came back, was when Burning Crusade came out. But in the middle of Vanilla WoW, I left because basically I had a different disagreement with who was leading Noir at the time. And it's not like I left Noir. I just stopped playing WoW. Um, you know, when I came back, Burning Crusade era, you know, and there's all these new people on the branch, and I'm like, wow, there was like three people here when I left, and now there's like 30 people around, and OJ was like this punk kid. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. He's always Ow. talking in guild chat, he doesn't shut up, he's just this <laughs> punk kid. But, I didn't, no, I, I don't want to sound like I, I didn't dislike him at all. Um, I actually, but, you know, he could he could give it back. You know, I'd give him crap in chat and he would immediately give it back. And it was never in a like a jerkish, mean way. He was always funny about it. Um you know, but yeah, when I came back I was like, OJ, I'm like, Man, I don't know about this guy. He talks a lot. And it was just it was completely it was a completely different experience for me. So, you know, thank you for that.
2: Oh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs>
3: He's like that in real life. Don't worry, it's not see
0: video game. <laughs> well, that's good because sometimes guild chat does get a little too quiet and a little, a little stale. Now, I know so you had wreck-
5: here. I was not the guilty that drove Tallow out. You were not. Um,
1: and I wasn't either.
0: I believe that I'm person sure is is this. still in yeah. Nor. Um, if they listen to this and I offended them, I'm sorry. We can talk it out. You can come on the show. Um,
1: but,
0: but we're not named. Names. But we're not named... They don't know who they are. They, uh, they may not. No, they don't. They have no uh, idea they um, But, you know, they're not... You
1: know, I'm not the they're, fact, they
0: to, to they in t- no. they're, they're, they're technically in the guild, but they're not currently active. Um, so we'll leave that at that. Now,
2: what are you playing now, OJ? Um, if I've, anything. I, but, I logged on to Star Wars a little bit ago, but I've canceled my subscription, so I'm on free to play now, and I kind of just checked around. A friend of mine... Uh, who just got out of, like, a uh, like a job training uh, program that he was in for, like, a year, is kind of trying to pick it up, but is, the laptop he's using is not quite ready, but he's wanting to play it, so I'll probably kind of gravitate back to that. Um, I was at the Guild Wars 2 meeting where we, we just had the new Six Squires, and that was fun seeing that because meetings are always a, a great event to go to, even if you're not very active in the the branch that you show up in. It's always a fun time. Um but oh, with yeah. the baby and stuff, I'm generally just in the living room, and uh, my better half is going through online college, so she's on the laptop. So I'm generally watching the baby. Um, so I've just been playing a lot of console stuff. So I haven't been able to play too much of Norse games, unfortunately.
0: Well, and that's that's what I'm looking at come next April. My wife is currently pregnant. She's doing April. So um, congratulations. Okay. Yes, I may go you know zero game time between episodes of the podcast.
1: Okay, right. we need. We need to have a whole show to talk about O.J.'s baby.
6: <laughs> anyway. it.
0: We, can just do it. we can just do it right now. Let's ask ask any question you want. Yeah, Rox is here. Well, all right.
1: Um, let's see. Hmm. So how has having a baby changed you, O.J.? <laughs> is it is it, is it exci- as exciting as you thought it would be?
2: Oh, it's fantastic. She's... I don't know if you saw the video I posted on Facebook, but she she responds to Dada. Like, she'll talk. She doesn't really know that I'm Dad, but she'll just ramble on, Dada, 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 Dada. And she, like, does raspberries, like the whole thing. Like, she'll do them back to you. And it's just the funniest thing. Like, she gets a huge kick out of it. And we have two cats, and we have a fat one who doesn't really like her, but he doesn't really like anyone, especially anyone new, so he'll run away if she gets close, because she's crawling everywhere now. I mean, she gets, gets into things I didn't knew she could get into. Um, but my cat, he's – I've always played with him really rough. So when she's got those long, like, baby claws, when we know we need to clip her nails or whatever, she'll go up and, like, scratch his face, and he just starts purring because he loves it. And it's, it's just those little things – not to sound corny, but it's, like, it's those little things that you really enjoy, you know?
1: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You know, and I'm so proud of you because you've done – Gosh, within this last year, you've accomplished a lot, you know. Um, you just bought a house. Yeah. Had a baby. It's pretty awesome. I'm very proud for you. I'm happy. Personally, yeah,
2: you. You. <laughs> I, I can't take all the credit. I mean, my better half is, she's she's awesome. Yeah. I, would, I obviously really couldn't good. have the baby without her, but, yeah. Yeah, not
6: so yeah. much.
3: You need yeah. an oven, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you for posting pictures and videos on Facebook um, because some of us, you know, check that stuff every day. So
2: yeah. Yeah. I just recently got a smartphone because I've had a phone for the longest time, and now it's so much easier to post stuff with her because generally the camera was out of batteries or we couldn't find the transfer cord or whatever, but the smartphone's so much better.
1: Yeah, you can take videos with that too, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the video that I have on Facebook um, was taken with my phone.
3: He should post a video of her on Nor if he can, somehow.
2: Yeah. I can, I can probably at least link it to my face. My Facebook isn't private at all. I, I can probably find a way or put it on some other... Yeah.
3: Thing.
2: Just I'll be, find a way. Just be careful if you're Facebook friends with
0: Roxy. She's, she's quite the stalker.
1: I'm not. I just pay attention.
0: All right. Now I want to move on to Ziera. Um... You are the, of the trio of you, you are the newest to Noir. When did you join?
3: Um, I joined around 2006, 2007. I believe that's when BC came out. Um, I was around sixth, seventh grade. I was in middle school. I was quite the emo kid. And, um, I used to watch OJ play WoW for like hours. I would just can I watch you play WoW? Okay, fine. Just don't breathe down my neck or whatever. So just sit there and just watch him kill stuff on his hunter, and I would just watch his, like, icons and global cooldowns, and I would just sit there and just watch because that's what I used to do when I was even smaller, like him with other video games and stuff like that and Star Wars Galaxies. Um And then for Christmas, I got WoW in BC um and a couple months subscription, I think, and um, I was really happy, and Dad's always – I've always had a computer since I was like – in second grade, playing The Sims and other in Diablo and Unreal Tournament and stuff. I've been into video games since I was very little, and um, I joined. I first made a paladin. I think that was actually on OJ's original account, and then I had my own account and I made a priest because was like, make a priest, make a priest. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he's like, you need to be my personal healer. I'll make a. i will make I needed
2: like, my pocket healer.
3: Yeah, that's exactly uh, what I was. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, that was Hyun, I think, I believe. Um, she was a human. And I played her for quite a while. I didn't get her to max level during BC, but then when Lich King came out, um, I stuck, I stuck around for a little bit, and then when Corey switched servers, I switched servers with him, and then he would switch back, and then I would move around. And I tried different guilds, and I met a lot of cool people, and I'm still friends with a lot of them, like on Facebook and such. But I always came back to Nora because it just felt right. It wasn't just because my brother and dad and other people were there. It was, well, mainly, but it was just the, like, feeling like an actual family like, all of the other guilds didn't really feel like that. Even if it was, you know, I got further in rating with the other ones, like, it didn't really matter because I didn't have the community that I have here. And that's why I came back um, in Star Wars last year, Star Wars The Old Republic, with my now fiancé, um, David, and we started playing together. And now we're starting in Guild Wars because the subscription is getting a little expensive. And the main things that we do in Star Wars are... Rating, which is expensive, walk All that stuff was free to play, so we're trying Guild Wars for a little bit and see if we like it a lot. So far, we are. So.
1: Well, I I want to talk about the engagement.
3: You yes. everything I'd say. <laughs> yep. That well, was very recent.
1: Well, I know from Facebook, um, you know, that you two just seem like you're so much in love. Um, so, you know, tell us. Tell us when it happened and how it happened. Was there any romance in there? Okay.
3: Um, we've been dating for about a year, and we've known each other for about two or three. Um, he was my best friend, like, before we started dating. like, And after we started dating, I was just a billion times happier. Like I said earlier, I was kind of an emo kid in middle school. We're always wearing black and everything, and now I'm actually, like, wearing colors, and it's kind of weird for most people. Um, and... He just makes me a better person, and I'm really happy that I'm with him. And he he went on a trip to the Caribbean for a week, and he was out of the country, so he couldn't talk to me. And I was pretty miserable. But I, like, okay, he'll come back, everything's gonna be okay. And he came back, and um, he said he got me something, but I didn't know what it was. And um, and he, you know, he hugged me, and we went inside, and I was in my room. He's like, okay, can you need to close your eyes. I'm like, oh god, what is it? <laughs> And then he, got, he and then I opened up my eyes. He was on one knee, and he's like, you know, oh, you know, marry me. and, Like all this cute stuff. Sorry, I'm like blushing right now. <laughs> um, and because he just said that, you know, being away from you for a week, I don't want to do that ever again, and everything. So yeah, it was so cute. <laughs> it was like December second when that Gosh. happened. So that's yeah. awesome. So I finally got the ring size and everything, so I'm wearing it now. But for a while, it, I wasn't wearing it because. I'm like a size four and three quarters, so I took forever for them to size it for me. So
1: congratulations!
3: So, Thank you. Yes,
1: congratulations! So, so, Suze, what did you think of all this?
4: Well, I got a text saying I have some really exciting
6: news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs>
4: <Uh-oh>, she's pregnant!
3: <laughs> oh my god! <goodness>. Wow. <laughs> I think I would tell you in person if that happened. Just so you know.
4: But uh, you know, I really, I really like this person, and I think they're a great couple. Um, and so, you know, I wish them the best, and I, and I, you know, I hope it's a, a long and meaningful relationship. I think it's a great thing.
1: Thank you. That's
3: awesome.
1: Hey, um, Cassidy. So, is um, the fiance going to join the, join the Noor family?
3: Um, he's been in Noor since oh, really? Star Oh, Yeah, that's Dalek. What's yeah. his name? Valid, valid, Yeah. He's Ooh. pretty quiet. He's very shy. So you don't talk in kill chat very much. He finally got a mic, so he's like, we can talk and team speak, but if anyone else is in the channel, he, like, just doesn't talk. <laughs> he's <Aww>. really shy. <laughs> like, I told him I was going to be on the podcast. He's like, oh, God, I hope they don't invite me. Not that I don't want to. I'm just really shy. I just wouldn't <laughs> talk. <laughs>
5: Oh, now Now that we know that. I know.
1: Yeah.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have him by himself and just grill him.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's only posted on the boards a few times, and he's just a quiet, shy person, and I make him uncomfortable because I'm kind of outgoing. So I think that's probably how we work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get him on the podcast. You better be nice to her. (laughs) We're all coming after you.
3: (laughs) Yeah, um, after... He always liked video games, so he mainly played on the PlayStation. And I'm like, hey, you should get a computer. So he bought a gaming computer and started playing games with me. So he's completely (laughs) in love with MMOs now and the Noir family and everything. So I'm really happy.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I want to thank all you guys for your stories. Um, You know, I posted on the forums a couple weeks ago. I've been in Noir 11 years now, and... The number of people I know, like Spug and Lass and Roxy and Scourge, that have been in the guild even longer than I have, um, it's really impressive. And I, you know, at some point in our lives, everybody's thought about leaving, but I've never pulled the trigger on that, and I really don't think I ever will. And it's, it's guys like you, you know, Spug's here, he's got his two kids in the guild. It's, I can't see, you know, ever leaving, and it's
2: because of people like you. Yeah. Yeah, don't pull that trigger. It sucks. It, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm sort of going through it in in, in Warcraft because I still play WoW, even though that's not uh, a live branch anymore. And it's like, man, I'm here by myself playing a solo game every night, and so you know, it's a little lonely. But
5: everybody, everybody wanders off at some yes. point. But what I'm I'm I always find their way back in this room is. There's just something about it. It's just not the same, and the, and I always came back.
2: Yep. I, th- I think the closest analogy I feel like I can give, at least to kind of, like, my, my age group, especially, like, or anyone who's listening who's in NOR, not NOR, might be listening. You know, they, once a week you go out with, like, your friends from high school or your buddies from college and you have a drink or whatever. That's exactly what this is, only it's every night you log in and you've got friends there and they'll have a drink with you in the game or you'll go on a dungeon or you'll just sit there and chat, like, that's exactly what this guild is, is it's yeah. just it's your buddies, it's your family, it's your friends, it's people you've known for years I mean for all of for most of all of us well, and then there's a trend in
0: gaming in MMOs right now that I think will help, like you said that you transferred away because your friends in high school didn't want to transfer to whisperwind. Um, you know, like when Elder Scrolls Online comes out next year, it's going to have one mega server. So nobody's going to have to make that choice. Um, You know, Guild Wars 2, you can be a part of multiple guilds. So you don't have to make that choice. Um, So hopefully the, the video gaming world catches up to the rest of us and realizes they shouldn't make people make that choice and we should be able to play with whoever the heck we want, regardless of stupid server lines, so that, you know... Hopefully, you know, if our, our friends don't have the stupid decision or the option to join a server that's not on NORS so we can, you know, recruit them and grow the family. Yeah, because I've turned down some friends before. No, we're on this server. Too bad. I'm over here. i got, <laughs> I got a whole other group <laughs> wow. over here, and I'm not leaving, so that's on you. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah I've had I'm a few up. friends like that, too. I've got
4: to say, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing Elder Scrolls Online come out. And I think oh yeah, me too. I'm really hoping that's going to be the next wow, is in terms of the level of newness and uniqueness that the game is going to bring to the industry. You know, I think I think we need something fresh, and I think they have a good chance of doing that.
0: I I really hope so, but mm-hmm. I have built up the expectations for that game so big in my head that there's almost no way it can succeed at this point. Um,
6: no, I'm
0: expecting like the next great MMO. I'm expecting it to be what WoW was ten years, or eight years ago. And that's just, that's just unreasonable to expect. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna be part of that game, but
1: I think...
3: Pella, Pella, do what I do, and just not even think about it. Yeah, my brain doesn't work <laughs> that way. <laughs> I just don't know game. how the guilds are gonna work since it's three factions, like if you get to... Have be in one guild but still have all your characters or whatever in different factions?
5: They haven't really talked on guilds yet, so I think think yeah, don't. that's what I'm
3: getting nervous about because they don't talk about guilds yet. So. You can do that
5: in Rift. You can actually yeah, yeah. You can cross, you can have be in the same guild even though there are two different factions. And yeah. the I guess I would imagine they would do
2: something like that. I think hmm. EverQuest 2 was like that too. Like there was the good and the evil side, but I remember being in Norrin, like trolls would walk around as long as they didn't go in the city or something like that. Right. Um, where the NPCs would see you.
1: Hey, and guys, I wanted to um, issue a open-ended invitation to try Rift for us. It's a lot of fun. Um, of course, Tallow's bored with it, but uh, it is a lot of fun for an older game, you know. It's similar to WoW, but uh, better. So don't all everybody jump up and say, I want to go. <laughs>
6: well,
2: <laughs> I was kind of waiting, but I got to say, last I saw the last post something on Facebook about his basically his his character throughout the worlds and stuff like that. And he has a picture of Lysarian from Rift. And it looks, like, visually really pleasing. Like, that's kind of a big thing that I've kind of gotten into is the visuals. Um, and it, it looks really pretty, which is one reason that I went to Guild Wars 2 was because it's, it's really nice looking.
1: Right, right. Well, you know, they have a, uh, a free-to-play trial up to, what, the... Was it level
0: twenty? Twenty, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, cool. So, and there's you know, there's a great. there's a fair amount of gameplay up to level twenty in that game. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So it's not like it's not like if you play free to play WoW up to level twenty and four hours later you've run out of stuff to do.
5: I think they really hit the marks visually in Rift better than um, better than some of the other games. I mean, I, I think games that attempt to Replicate reality, like with the environment, the trees, or the armor. So it falls a little short just because of the constraints of the technology. But I think Rift has the, the exact right balance of of reality and sort of artistic embellishment, and it, it looks to me, it's always looked very, very good, and it, it still does.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it plays well. Um, there's a, there's a huge community that's always on. So yeah, so anytime you guys want to come over and check it out with us. You know, feel free. It's a pretty
5: shameless plug there, Rox.
1: I know. <laughs>
5: well, she'll have a couple more opportunities
0: throughout the podcast. Um, well, let's table that discussion for now and we'll move into Roxy's world where we oh, let boy. her talk about whatever the heck she wants.
1: Yes, and to- tonight I'm going to talk about um, some of the last minute Christmas gifts you can get for your favorite gamer. Um, first up is tablets. Everybody wants a tablet because, you know, you can get your email on the go, you can play a couple of games or whatever. Um, the new iPad mini is available. Um, prices for that range from 329 for the 16 gigabyte on up to 529 for the 64 gigabyte mini. Okay. Um, the new iPads with the Retina display will cost you 499 for the 16-gigabyte model on up to 699 for the 64-gigabyte model. And that's Process pretty powerful. stockholder in Apple. No, I'm not a stockholder. Actually, I'm kind of drifting toward the, the Android devices now. I was a big Apple fan um, up until I got an Android phone. This past April, and realized I couldn't transfer all of my iTunes content over to my Android Android phone, so that that was kind of disappointing. Um, plus, another thing with iPads and all Apple products, as Talo pointed out earlier to me, um, you can't customize it. You have to go with what they say you can you can do with their tablets and their phones. So that's a big uh, you know, a big point for some people. Um, but then then again, you have the Samsung Galaxy tablets. They'll run you about the same amount of money, maybe a little bit less, but you can do basically whatever you want to with them. And they look fantastic. Um, if you want something similar to a tablet, but you don't want to pay the prices and you're willing to sacrifice, on the performance, you might want to check out something like the new Kindle Fire HD 8.9-inch tablet. It starts at $299 on up to $499 for the 4G version. The new Kindle Fire, um, I'm sorry, the smaller Kindle Fire will set, set you back a cool 199 And that's pretty pretty affordable, especially if you have a family and have kids um, and you just want something that you can read books or play games or whatever. It doesn't have all of the features as um, an, um, the tablets will, but it's pretty it's pretty darn good for one ninety nine. Also, if you don't like Kindle and you'd rather go the Nook route, um, the new Nook HD tablet starts at two hundred sixty nine dollars. That's for the larger size. The smaller 7-inch HD will start at um, $199. So, you know, that's a couple of things you might want to consider if, you know, you have someone on your list and they want a tablet and they don't have one. The second item is time cards for um, your loved ones that play online games. Um, You can find time cards for any game such as WoW, Rift, or anything like that. Um, You can also get them iTunes cards if they have an iPad or an iPlay card if they have an Android device. The third thing I wanted to mention is the new Wii U. Um, The Wii U is a brand new system. And what it is is you have a pad that you use, um, and you can use that by itself. Like, say someone wants to watch the television, and you're playing a game, you can just continue on the smaller pad while the person watches television, so that's pretty cool. Um, also, all pre-existing Wii games will work with the Wii U, so that will be something fun. I don't have prices, but um, I think they start at, like, 350 something around there, Um. Another thing you can get someone that you love that's a gamer is games. The uh, Halo 4 has recently been released for the Xbox. Um, For the PS3, you've got your Call of Duty Black Ops Ops 2, which was just released last month. Dishonored um, is a pretty well-reviewed game, which was released in October. Dishonored is awesome. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it looks awesome. I don't think it's gotten the same publicity as Halo 4 or Call of Duty, uh, but it looks great. Um, it's an action-adventure, and it will be sure to please any gamer in your life, whether they have a PS3 or an Xbox. Um, if you want a computer platform game, the recent game that I have to mention is Guild Wars 2. This is an MMO with plenty of action and adventure for even the most jaded of gamers. Um, I think everyone in this podcast has um, Guild Wars 2. It's, it's a lot of fun, and the best thing about it is you don't have a monthly subscription fee. Also, um, if you're not aware, there is an online community called Steam which sells uh, games. They have hundreds of titles that you can purchase. Some are free. Um, You can even gift games to someone that's on Steam. Um, And I saw in um, one of the video game stores yesterday while I was out doing Christmas shopping, they have Steam cards that you can purchase. So you can, you know, give someone $20 or $50, you know, on a Steam card, and they can just go in the community And, um, you know, choose whatever games they want. They also have the latest releases, too. So it's a pretty good deal. Um, I know, Tala, you have always been a big proponent of Steam.
2: Yes.
0: In fact, I still have a post up on the forum. Um, I have an extra key for a free copy of Warhammer 40K Dawn of War uh, Game of the Year Edition, which is Warhammer 40K Dawn of War, the real-time strategy game, and all of its expansion packs. So, you know, as soon as somebody responds to me on the forum, I will give them the key for that game, and they will have it.
1: That's pretty awesome. Um, You can also chat with people that are on Steam. You can friend people, like I've friended Cassidy, Tallow, and, um, Lysarian. So, you know, if you want to chat with your friends,
5: you can do that. She forgot my
1: name. Sorry?
5: She forgot my name.
1: She's she's only (laughs)
5: known you for 20 years.
1: Oh, and of course you can chat with Brad. He's always on there, too.
5: You know, I'm not hearing any suggestions about the Guild Store Rocks.
1: I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Um... Another option, and this is the last one I'll talk about, is you can get clothing or cups or anything like that for your favorite gamer. Um, there's a couple of companies out there. Of course, there's Jinx, com. Um, Our own website, newoutriders.org. Uh, we've got, uh, let's say, t-shirts. We've got caps. We've got um, cups, mugs. Um, What else have we got on there, last For purchase.
5: Oh, bumper stickers, patches, all kinds yeah. of stuff.
1: Yeah, so, you know, check that out, of course. Um, and you can represent your favorite deal. Uh, there's also another company that has pretty cool stuff at, stuff at and that's uh, Zazzle. It's Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com. So, you know, check those out. You've still got a couple days. You can order some stuff for your loved ones um, for Christmas. And they make great stocking suckers. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Anybody else getting anybody anything fun for Christmas?
2: Well, considering three of us here are family, probably can't tell each other what we're getting. <laughs> yeah, I was good. trying to
0: see if I could sucker somebody into it.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm getting uh, Mr. Jeff. Um, well, I can't tell all of it, but um, I'm definitely getting him a couple games for Christmas. Um, Ashton's Call, not Ashton's Call, um, Assassin's Creed 3. I'm definitely getting him that, and uh, maybe Dishonored. Looks like a good game, so...
0: Dishonored is fantastic. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll move to the news from the realms. Um, nothing for Dungeons & Dragons or EverQuest 2 this week. Turbine and Sony have been very quiet on those two fronts. Uh, Lord of the Rings Online Update 9 Against the Shadow came out this week. Um, Large slots of older content in the game have been updated to make it uh, more playable for players coming into the game, uh, especially looking at leveling and adventuring. Um, Moria has gotten a lot of love in that regard, so um, if you're rolling an alt or you're coming into Lord of the Rings New, check out that. Um, a number of instances, including the Gulder Raid, have been scaled up to the new level cap of 85. Um, dungeons and raids in Lord of the Rings Online scale from mainly from level 20 to level 85, so you can use them, you know, pretty much any level your character is. Uh, The main portion of the update is three new dungeons uh, that scale from 20 to 85. Irabar's Peak is a snow-covered trail leading to the Misty Mountains, where the Stone Giant Health um, has stolen um, a bunch of Gwahir, the Eagle Lord's eggs. So, you know, go kill him and give the eggs back to the Eagle Lord. Um... Seat of the Great Goblin takes place in the Goblin Caves where Bilbo found the One Ring. Um, In the 80 years since that event, the goblins have fallen on rough times. It's your job to go and finish them off. And then Webs of the Scutterdells takes place in Mirkwood. Um, Again, this is themed after The Hobbit since the movie just came out, um, as you battle the giant spiders that uh, Bilbo and the dwarves battled in The Hobbit um, in Mirkwood.
1: Speaking of The Hobbit, I know everyone has not seen this, Movie yet, but you know those of you that are fans of Lord of the Rings um, and The Hobbit, please go see this movie. It is fantastic, especially in three D. The the scenery and just it's just awesome. So I urge everyone to go see it if they haven't seen it yet. Did you see it in uh, the regular view
4: or the? Did you see no. the new Rings per
1: second? S- I saw it. Um, well, I don't know about that. We saw it in three D. Um, yeah, I kind of want to.
4: I think here they have it, it, you have, like, five different choices. <laughs> Holy cow, really? <laughs> 3D or digital 3D at 24 frames per second or 48 frames per second or in IMAX. And Oh, man. I'm just trying to decide which one I should go see. And I think I'm going to go see the 48 frames per second one just because I've never seen a movie at that
0: speed. So I would like to see that version simply because... That's the one the director wants me to see. Yeah,
6: exactly. uh, there's a lot of yeah. That's people, the one Jackson
0: point. talks about. There's a lot of people railing against the 48 frames per second because movies have been 24 frames per second forever, um, and you know they have they say they state some downsides of the 48, but he says that's the one that you know if you can only watch one, that's the one you should watch. So that's why I want to see that version. Whether or not I do is it's probably unlikely that I do given. Um, in rural Ohio, my choice of high-end high yeah. theaters is not that impressive. But, you know, I hear yeah, he did fix yeah. the problem I had with the Lord of the Rings movies and that they weren't long enough, so.
1: Yeah, it's just a long movie. <laughs> I, I
0: actually mapped it out with my wife okay. recently. If I had directed The Lord of the Rings, it would have been seven movies totaling 21 hours. But that's just me.
1: I would have been okay with that. I love it. I, I've loved the movies. And... um you know, I urge everyone to guess see
0: it. It's just fantastic. Moving on to Star Wars, BioWare and EA have released uh, 1.6 for the Old Republic. Uh, the primary edition is the Ancient Hypergate Warzone. Um, the update also brings heroic space combat missions and grade 7 artifact quality starship upgrades, without which heroic space combat missions are extremely difficult. Um, Ancient Hypergate uh, centers upon control of an ancient rune built upon um, Gree Hypergate technology that offers um, uh, secrets for both the Alliance and Republic to exploit. Players fight for control of energy pylons within the runes, but occasionally a titanic blast of energy will rip through the war zone, forcing players to take cover and react accordingly. So the environment actually forces you to take actions on the battlefield, which actually makes it a fairly unique... um, PVP battleground, as far as most games go, where the environment is static and you only react to what other players are doing. Um, additionally, EA announced a Rise of the Hut Cartel as the first expansion to the Old Republic. Uh, it adds a new planet, raises the level cap by five, and adds new story elements. Um, it will be available for digital download only. It will be twenty dollars for free to free to play players and ten bucks for subscribers. I actually pre-ordered it today. Um, To me, it doesn't actually sound like much of an expansion pack, so much as a large content patch. But, you know, to each their own. I bought it anyway. Um, So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Guild Wars 2. Time Magazine put Guild Wars 2 on top of their Best of 2012 games list. Uh, Additionally, GameSpot gave uh, Guild Wars 2 their RPG of the Year. Um, I don't believe they've ever given their RPG of the Year award to an MMO before. Um... Winter's Day, the Guild Wars 2 holiday Christmas event, uh, started on the 14th and runs through January 3rd. Uh, There's Winter's Day items in the gem store. There's stuff happening around the world. Um, Check out the forum and the Guild Wars 2 site for more information on that. Um, Last, do you have anything to say about Rift?
5: Uh, Yeah, uh, let's see. Last week was uh, Patch 2.1. This was the release of the new 20-man raid, uh, Endless Eclipse, (coughs) <coughs> Excuse me, uh, which features the the return of uh and apparently the final battle uh with Regulus himself uh the players are pitted into the uh, plane of death uh, and attack the god uh himself in his own realm uh, in fact we uh we were enjoying quite a a constellation of server firsts uh just maybe two days ago on uh, on Fable where we where we play uh one of the the large raiding guilds there was was hammering away at that uh, that raid pretty pretty effectively apparently.
1: Well, you know we got a, a server first.
5: Oh, we did, yeah. Mez, uh, yeah. Mez got some some. Uh, actually, uh, let me actually uh, that's actually kind of tied to the the Yule event. Uh, Mez that's did it. part of the there's a phased, uh, Fay Yule holiday event going on uh, on Rift started. Uh, back on the 17th of November, I believe, runs to the 4th of January. We're still in Phase 1. Uh, right, actually, yeah. it says Phase 2 is supposed to start on the 7th, but it hasn't. We're still in Phase 1. But, uh, yeah, Mez got, uh, do you remember the name of the, the Yeah, he got,
1: because uh, I got the achievement today, and it's, oh. I believe it's um, winning a PvP battleground. I think. I, I'm
6: Oh the sure. the the
5: holiday PvP battlegrounds? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, because when you go into the battlegrounds now, um they're all holiday themes. Which is oh, kind I of disconcerting, you know. <laughs> when you're running down someone with a Santa hat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm really not sure exactly what it was for, but I think it involves the PvP battlegrounds.
5: Alright, fair enough. Uh, oh, I guess I covered the the FAYU holiday. Yeah, that's actually kind of a big deal. They added a few new things, up PvP battleground, uh, a couple of new bosses, I think, some uh, Rift events that are both hostile uh, and uh, and non-hostile. There are just some Rift events where you just kind of run around and grab presents until you, you can't grab presents anymore. Um, we, there's also a, uh, a new Chronicle uh, that's been released. Uh, the Chronicles are the... Uh, how to describe them? They're kind of one and two-player. One of them, one of the chronicles, is a single-player, but most of the other chronicles are two-player. Uh, it's like an instance, for basically for a duo. Uh, this is entitled "The uh, Hero Rises," um, and it involves uh, an attack of uh, an attack on the new city of Tempest Bay uh, by Krusha, who I believe is our our latest villain in uh, Storm Legion. Yes,
0: she's. Regulus' replacement, as I understand it. Yeah. He, w- he was the vanilla bad guy, and you kill him off in his first patch, and now she's the new bad guy. Yep. I think it's kind of interesting that Regulus was the bad guy of Rift, and they didn't actually have the final battle with him until the first patch into their expansion cycle.
5: Yeah, how about that?
0: A little crossover.
5: You were able to kind of kick him out. Uh, in the, in Vanilla, but you weren't, weren't able to completely defeat him. But uh, apparently this, this promises you're able to fight the god himself and kill him. So that was sort of like you
0: banished him, and then you had to go into his realm to kill him. Right, right. That's, that's how Ragnaros worked in WoW. In Vanilla, we banished him, and then in Cataclysm, we went to the Firelands and killed him.
5: Yeah, it's pretty original.
0: Um World of Warcraft, patch five point rolling along. Uh, there are dev interviews all over the web. Um Blizzard has gone on a PR blitz of late for most of their games, so it you can't do you a know, trip You can't go to a gaming site and not trip over one of their articles, so go look for those. Uh, They teased some information for Patch 5.2, which will be the first raid patch for Mists, and they haven't given any specific information, but they did say that they're pulling a lot of inspiration from Alduar, which was uh, a dev and fan favorite back in Wrath of the Lich King. So, um, I think fans liked it because it was a large raid that gave them a lot to work through, and the devs liked it because it had a lot of different mechanics in it, so... Um, look to Aldoar if you want to look forward to what's coming in 5.2. Uh, some future games we talked about earlier. Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Bethesda's put up their next QA series. This one's dealing with the Aldmeri Dominion. The last couple dealt with the Ebonheart Pact. Um, Aldmeri Dominion is the alliance of High Elves, Wood Elves, and Khajiit. A um, lot of interesting questions in there, like how the game will deal with the fact that the Wood Elves are cannibals. Um, so go check that out. Um, <laughs> MechWarrior Online. Um, I believe they had a patch just today.
5: Yeah, a big one. Um, oh and they actually God! Did quite a bit with the game. Um, and I well, actually, Tala brought this to my attention. I was kind of I was having some trouble with the software, but I, I got that sorted out. Yeah, big patch. They added uh, a different mode of play uh, to the matches. It's no longer just assault where it's just you, you kill each other until you're done. Uh, there's now a conquest mode, which is essentially a capture the flag, uh, except with mechs. Um, they added a couple of new, I believe, three new mechs, uh, two new hero mechs, which you can purchase with a game, uh, game currency uh, MC, they call it mech, mech credits, I think. Uh, those uh, actually give you, a, it's like a unique variant of the, of the mechs, and you get the, uh, a C-bill bonus uh, for every year match. And speaking of C-bills, they actually did away entirely with uh, repairs and rearming. If you played Mech Warrior at all, even if you didn't, the simple mechanic oh, wow. of the game was that you, when you were at, done with a match, you had to, you know, you, you were awarded whatever uh, C bills or in game money that you won from the match, whether you won the match or lost the match, you, you nevertheless earned C bills. Uh, but then instantly deducted was the amount that you needed in order to repair your mech and, and rearm it if you used ammunition of any kind, which most, most mechs did some of some kind. Uh, so they did away with that entirely, and they also changed the way that you earn C bills. Um, they added a, uh, a cadet feature so that, like, the first 25 matches that you play, you get uh, bonus C-bills, which move you closer to buying your own mech. They also uh, remove the restrictions on C-bills for trial mechs and actually mech-, mech XP as well. So you actually earn game XP and C-bills on the trial mechs so you can purchase your own mech even quicker. And hey, then, Bass? Yeah,
1: I have a question. Now, I know you had set up um, something on Sunday nights to try to get a team up. Have yeah. you gotten a team up yet?
5: No, not yet. No. Okay. Talo and I have, have kind of looked at each other um, in TeamSpeak uh, a couple of weeks in a row, and, and nobody else has shown up, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the holidays. People are busy. It's a new game. We haven't really been plugging it very much. So, you know, no, we'll, we'll no. get there. It's fine.
1: Well, yeah, and I invite anyone that's listening, if you're interested in that, to go see Lass.
0: Yes. But we need
1: a team. Yeah,
0: you know, Last didn't mention with this latest patch, the next time he logs in, he's going to have like a fat wad of cash in his bank account.
5: Oh, yeah, God, they uh, they they retroactively did this for people who have been playing. So that first 25 matches I mentioned comes up to, like, 7.9 million C-bills. I mean, that's enough to buy a mech and a couple of, you know, Oh Holy gadgets.
1: cow.
5: Oh, yeah. It's, so, yeah, they retroactively add it to anybody who had
0: already completed yeah. 25 matches, so last gets a bunch of free money. Oh. Um, I believe their impetus for getting rid of the repair and restock fees is that as a free-to-play game, there are two ways that you can... You know, if you want a new mech, you either have to play the game enough to earn the in-game C-bills to buy a mech, or you buy credits with actual money that you use to buy the mech. And having that repair and resupply cost in there was sort of hamstringing people who want to play it as free-to-play. And you might think, well, that's probably a good thing, they need to make money, but a free-to-play game only survives if it's got a large... Vibrant community, and some of those people are going to end up putting actual money into it anyway. So, getting rid of repair and resupply just helps players mm-hmm. along with being able to buy stuff without being forced. They're without feeling like they're being punished for having not. Yeah. Paid. And
5: the other the other immediate side effect, by the way, is that you're not actually thrown into a match with somebody who's fifty percent repaired and gets hosed in the first few minutes of the match. Yep. Yep. Um,
0: I know that there yeah. was one point when I was playing where. Um, I got so beat up in a couple matches back-to-back that um, my rewards for finishing the match weren't enough to repair myself fully, so I had to go in on a trial mech instead of my personal mech, and that was a little disappointing, so I don't have to do that anymore.
5: Right. That's They, cool. outlay- they also added uh, a bunch of sort of... Uh gadgety stuff or as far as just sort of play or giggle stuff like paint. You can you paint your mech in different patterns and add little gadgets to your cockpit if you want. Yeah, add some bobbleheads to your cockpit. Yeah, a little hula girl and a Christmas tree. What about pink?
1: What about what? What about pink?
5: Can you paint,
1: paint it pink?
5: Not the, uh, oh, pink. I, <laughs> no, I don't believe the color pink is available. Sorry.
1: Well, then okay. they've lost me. Oh, trying.
5: well, I'm not sure they had you, Rox.
1: I played a couple of rounds. Did I get reimbursed for that?
0: (laughs) We've we've talked about future games a little. Um, Spug, GoJayZera, are you guys looking at any future games? I know we talked about Elder Scrolls Online a little earlier.
2: Um, One that I've been looking at, and I just read uh, an article that was in the latest PC Gamer, is um, Firefall. I don't know if you guys have heard or seen anything about that, but it's... uh, Red 5 Studios or something like that, it's apparently a bunch of guys that work on, uh, like, the original Vanilla WoW and stuff like that. They broke apart, and they're making their own. And the past year has all been an entire beta. Um And most of the guys beta testing it are guys that, at conventions and stuff, are playing, like, hardcore PvP matches. They take them to the studio and, like, how do you want this game better? Because um, they want to turn it into an eSport, but they have this whole side that's all PvE and, like, um, just, like, oriented towards the people that only have, like, 30 minutes to play every night and stuff like that, and one of the biggest things that caught my attention uh, towards the end of the article was um, there's this faction that's all, um, it's all, uh, like, the NPC-run faction, um, similarly, I guess, the uh, the Undead Horde of Wrath of the Lich King or whatever, um, and they can take over cities and stuff like that, and if you, as a, player and you don't work with your community on your server don't take enough of your city back eventually the enemies will take over the entire planet and you can actually lose the game it's the first like online mmo where you can fail and it kind of sounds like what they do is they'll like delete your server and you'll either have to start fresh or move your character to another server because you lost the game
0: i actually i'm in they've been doing beta weekends for firefall um if you're a it's a free to play game, but if you purchase like a founder pack, uh, you can get in the beta full time. But for anybody who hasn't done that, they've been doing free to play, or not free to play, but beta weekends, and I've been in the last couple. And um, if you just stick to the PvE side of it, it is like playing like a regular MMO. You get your quests, go here, do that, there's the story it gives you, but it's not an RPG, you know, with action bar based combat, it's a shooter. Um, it's a third-person shooter, but it's right. sh- it's a shooter. Um, it, you know, it's a skill-based shooter game. It's actually really, really fun. Um, I'm kind of hoping, um, just because I don't like Planetside, that it steals a lot of Side's Thunder. Um, Planetside, you know, is a giant PvP-only brutal oh, war zone. That is brutal, that game. Yes. Uh, they're adding tutorials to it, you know, so, so there's a hopefully idea. that'll help. But, <laughs> you know, but... If you want to do the PvP, it's it's definitely there in Firefall, but you don't have to. It's got a whole PvE game and a whole MMO shooter on it that's not PvP. And, um, a non-PVP MMO shooter is something I've been waiting for for years. So, um, I will definitely be playing Firefall.
1: It looks pretty interesting. I'm looking at the website
0: right now. I would like to upgrade my computer first, um. There's some there's some bugs to work out in the beta, but some of them would have not been there if I had a better computer. All right, that's it for upcoming games. Let's talk some realm events. Um, weekly endgame nights are Tuesdays for Star Wars: The Old Republic. I believe that's temporarily on hiatus while Tundra goes through with his um, madness. His madness of a holiday raid schedule. Uh, two raids this week, 19th and 21st. Uh, the 19th is Story Mode Eternity Vault or Caragas Palace. 21st is Story Mode Explosive Conflict. Uh, same thing next week on the 26th and 28th. Same thing the week after that on the 1st and 2nd. So, um, actually next week's second one will be Terror from Beyond instead of Explosive Conflict. So, six raids over the course of three weeks instead of three raids, um, he had originally scheduled it for nine, but that was a little aggressive, so he paired it back to two raids per week. Um, and he's still working with, you know, some possible alliance partners on those. So lots to do in Star Wars The Old Republic right now. Um, and, you know, I, I play that game a couple times a week, doing just the story, questing with my brother. And, you know, there's always some people on on that branch. That's a good active branch. So if you haven't played it, it's free to play now. You should definitely try it out. Uh, Rift. Uh, Lass has reconnected with our friends at the Royal Black Watch, um, our longtime allies from WoW. Yep. Uh, Social night, RP night on Tuesdays. Um, what do they do with those?
5: Basically, it's it's they get together in a tavern and, and do a little uh, RPing. And if there's there's new members of uh of Royal Black Watch, it's an opportunity for their new recruits to to meet other members that they might not have met already. Uh, a couple of their allies uh, showed up the last time Cor and I were there, and of course we introduced ourselves and participated a little bit in the RP, and, and just you know kind of just hung around and, and talked for a little while. It was fun.
1: Alas, did they yeah. have that in their guild dimension?
5: The, I'm sorry, what?
1: Did did they have that in their guild dimension? Uh, no,
5: no, they held that in in, in like a, a tavern in the uh, in Argent oh, okay. in Silverwood. They that's they it was in a public area.
1: Okay,
0: okay, just curious. All right, then Guild Questing Nights are on Wednesdays. You guys finished off the Guild Quest, didn't you, and you've got a new one already?
5: We finished off the old one, we got a new one, we finished that one off, and I think we were one boss kill away from finishing that one off as well. Wow, you guys are making excellent progress.
0: in um, January 5th, they're going to start the Missing Man Dungeons. I don't know what those are.
5: Yeah, I want to start recruiting uh, on Rift. Um, I'm sort of thinking, you know, keep it simple. We we put together four people. We, you know, troll the open channels and see if there's anybody interested in attending a a regular dungeon run with us. Whatever that happens to be, we can mentor down uh, to an appropriate level and just, you know, start spreading the word and getting into groups with people and seeing what kind of players they are. If we have a good time, then we invite them to join the guild. If not, then, you know, we got a dungeon run done.
0: Awesome. That's Actually, doing content with people is much better recruiting than spamming, you know. Please join my guild. Yeah. Uh, guild Wars 2, uh, Vista slash Crafting Nights are Thursdays. Dungeon Runs are Saturdays, I believe. Last Saturday I was on, last Saturday or this Saturday before, I was in TeamSpeak. Uh, they did have two full groups for their dungeon run. Um, so they had two chat channels nice. occupied. They did run two dungeons. Um, WVW Nights are still Sundays, and that still looks like, you know, anywhere from 8 to 15 people in TeamSpeak on those, so that's another very well-attended event. That's yeah, the um, biggest event Nor has at the moment, I think. Zara, you're playing Guild Wars 2 now. Have you participated in the World vs. World?
3: Um, no, <laughs> I did not fall asleep. Um, <laughs> I I have once, but it was not with Nor. I just clicked on the button. I was like, oh, it is this do? Oh. Hey, there's a bunch of people, <laughs> and I was really confused <laughs> on what I was doing because I thought it was PvP. If I was just like another name for it, and I died because I was like level three, even though it said I was level eighty. But I definitely want to go like with Norse so I can actually know like what to do. <laughs> well,
0: there's there's two kinds of PvP in the game. There's the structured and the world versus world. The structured is more like a battleground setup. It raises your level to 80 and gives you all of your class abilities. The World versus World raises you to 80, but it does not give you all your class abilities. You've only got what you have. Um, but that's, it's, like, huge. There's, like, keeps that you can, like, capture and take all over the place. And, um, it's three servers fighting against each other. So you were, you know, on the Sanctum overall team fighting against two other servers that change randomly each week. So that's what that was, and... Yes, if, if you're by yourself, it's not. It's not pleasant. It's, it's not, not at it's, all. It, no, if yeah. you, if no,
3: it was it was Balak and I, um, David, and we were like level three. It was like our first week of playing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, hey, want to try this? Oh, okay. Oh, oh god. No.
1: <laughs> god.
6: That's god. pretty
3: brutal. Yeah, we're a little Slavari's just running around, you know.
0: Yeah, the first time I queued for that I was by myself. I died right away and I'm like, "Well, this is where I expected to be." <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: All right, the next Guild Unity event um still haven't heard any opposition to this on the forum, so it looks like Star Wars: The Old Republic January 18th to the 20th will be it. Um Yeah. That'll be our Guild Unity event. Star Wars is free to play for you, so you have no excuse not to be there. Um That's
1: right. Well, I just figured that would be the natural progression would be the Star Wars. Yep. Because of Thundra.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. Because he's the one who posted the first Guild Unity event, so he's the one who suggested Star Wars for the second one. You know, it's his branch. Yeah. It's a little selfish, but whatever. <laughs> now Roxy's barking at me. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, Star Wars, The Old Republic, January 18th to 20th. That should be a lot of fun. There's a lot of stuff to do there, um... If you don't have a character, the the, I mean the class story starts as soon as you get into the game, and for anybody that hasn't played the class story quests, follow the character of the class. So if you play on the Alliance side or the Republic side, and you're a Jedi um, Knight. Your class quest is very heroic and action packed. You're like a Jedi from the movies. If you play a Jedi Consular, here we go. It's a, no, it's a little more. It's it's less boring now. I'm further into the game. I've finished two more planets. <laughs> um, it's 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 more it's more thoughtful. There's less combat and more talking, but it actually is a good story. If you play a smuggler, I don't know that one at all. If you play a trooper, as soon as you get into the thing, you start fighting right away. But um, the smuggler storyline is awesome. And I heard that the the Smuggler storyline has a lot of crossovers with one of the Sith storylines, one of the Sith lightsaber people storylines. Uh,
3: the Warrior, I believe.
0: Yeah, I I believe that's right. So, you know, they've all got a little bit of crossover here and there, and that one crosses over with the Sith Warrior. So, you know, um, there's a lot of very good story content, and the story content in Star Wars is completely free. So you can do all of that without having to pay anything, um, if you want to get into raids, then it starts getting expensive.
5: Hey, don't forget about the League of Legends.
0: Yes, League of Legends. We had um, basically, I wanted to play League of Legends. It's a very popular game. Um, I wanted to play it. It looks like a lot of fun. I tried playing it a couple times, you know, just myself queuing for stuff after doing the tutorials, and I found the community around the game to be somewhat troublesome. So I wanted to play League of Legends. Um, Around the same time on the forum, Yavul posted that he does play League of Legends, so I suckered him into hosting an event for us. We got uh, seven or eight people to attend, which was pretty good for a a free-to-play game that's not an MMO at all. Um, Seven or eight people to attend. Yavul taught me more about League of Legends than I... Thought I could know, in um, just you know one day's worth of gaming. Uh, Lakasha was there, awesome. um, Zippin was there, Vashile was there, Yabu was there. Um, uh, nice. Two other people whose names I can't recall were there, and I feel bad about that. Um, That's a lot,
5: and I'm going with my Mech Warrior. Yeah, it was
0: it was it was very it was very well received. We actually had a lot of fun. We played mainly bot matches. We didn't play against other people. Um, oh, you can do that. Yes, you can, and the bots have recently been upgraded, so they're not as stupid as they used to be, so they actually give you a decent game now. Oh, cool. Um,
1: Yeah, I've heard the same thing about the community, and that's why I decided I just didn't want to do it.
0: Well, and it has gotten a lot better over time, especially in like the six months since I last tried. Uh, Yavul told me about, uh, I don't remember what it is, um, what the name of it is, but it's basically like a community judging board. Um, whenever you lodge a complaint against another player, you know, it gets added to the log or whatever, and eventually those players come up to, like, a vote among, you know, players that have achieved a certain rank. They can look through the case and see, okay, this person shouted these obscenities, said that kind of thing, and that that group of players can choose whether or not that person has earned a ban. And um, Yavul says said that, you know, he had reviewed... You know, something like a couple hundred of those cases. He had voted to ban like seventy-five people, and of those seventy-five, like sixty had gotten at least temporary bans. And wow, um, so it's oh wow, community policing, and um, the community aspect of it is something that Riot has put a lot of money into this last six months. Um, they just released, you know, a story that came out on a couple sites. Riot actually hired um, a couple of like behavioral psychologists to look into the data they were gathering to see, you know, why these really? jerks like they are, what we can do to combat it. Um, so between, besides the player council and some controls they have in the game, they're taking a serious look at the community. Uh, recently they permabanned um, a professional League of Legends player. Um, you know, if you look through the his history, this guy made enough that, you know, it wouldn't have been like, you know, it wasn't like driving a Ferrari or anything, but he made enough that he could have done League of Legends as his job and they banned him permanently from the game. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Pirates that he had in-game directed at other people. So, you know, they are taking it much more seriously, and um, hopefully we'll schedule some more League of Legends events soon. Um, it used to be there was just one map and one game mode. Now there are two maps and two game modes. Um, and the reason there's only one map per game mode is because it really is treated like a sport. Um, you know, football's got the same field no matter who you're playing. So, um the the second game mode, Dominion, I hadn't played before, it's basically it's basically Alterac, or not Alterac, a Rathi Basin from WoW. It's your capture and hold. And, you know, we played our games in the regular game mode, and I was doing all right, but I, it was obvious that I had the least experience of anybody playing. Well, Lakasha and I had the least experience of anybody playing. We were both pretty bad compared to everybody else. But once it switched to that other game mode, you know, my confidence level increased just dramatically because I'm like, all right, this is a Rothi Basin. I know how this works, and I actually did really well in those games we played. So I was actually quite pleased with myself. Um, so I will actually, yeah, I'll give that game, well, I'll give that game another look. Um, I'll probably actually fire it up and play at least one match every day now.
1: Well, I will tell you what, if you guys play it, I'll try it because that's the only thing that bothered me was the community because I don't want to you know, play a game where I'm going to get cussed out because I don't know what's going on, you know.
0: Even, you know, three NOR members, you can fill out the last two spots of your team with bots and then play against five bots. You still get experience Mm -hmm. after the game, so you can, you know, buy your own champions. Um, You still get, you know, your currency after the game. You still get all that stuff, so.
1: um, Well, you know, they have um, League of Legends cards now because I've seen those.
0: Yes, I actually, um, in preparation for the event, Yavul posted a couple links on the forum. Um, one was if you become a, fammer, a, f- a, fam, a fan of the League of Legends um, YouTube page, you could get a free champion, so I did that. And if you become a fan of their Facebook page, you could get a free champion, so I did that. And then um, he posted a link. They had their, their cards, their starter packs, which include five champions on sale. So I bought one of those. So for the price of like $4, I think I got, Seven champions in the game, so I don't have to use. Holy cow! That rotate every week, um, so that was fun. So yeah, maybe you know January, February, we'll do another League of Legends event because yeah, we had a we had a pretty good turnout and it was a lot of fun.
1: I'll give it a shot.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, squirings and promotions. All the squarings came from Guild Wars 2 this week. Uh, six of them, which is quite the haul. Um Bear Dancer, Santiago Rook, Big Hand, Little Jojo, Pixie Tigris, and Cold Bass, or Bass. bass.
1: Oh. Like, Cold Bass Ale?
0: Could be. Um, yeah. You see. Uh, welcome the, to the fold. Uh Six new people never a bad Um I had actually... Uh, in the in the little amount of time I play Guild Wars 2, I've actually played with both Bear Dancer and Pixie Tigris in the World vs. World events, and they both seemed like really nice people. So, um, good job, Sayella, and all.
5: Kohart and Dancer got on board real fast. I mean, that guy actually donated to the guild and ordered a cup like within a couple of weeks of joining the guild.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. a really nice guy.
5: But he does not have a British accent.
0: Last time we had squarings and promotions on the show, they had you know um, Al's who has a British accent, and I think that makes him the best square we've had in years. I see.
1: Awesome.
0: All right, um, that's all from me this week. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to say? Not me. Okay.
2: I just want to thank Spugy
5: and OJ and uh, Zara for coming.
2: Yeah, no yeah. problem. Spug had uh, yeah, yeah. he left maybe. Five minutes ago, he had to run, oh. so, but oh, he does okay. to everyone, so. Oh, and well, last, good. I just want to good. let you know, last, yeah. I'm downloading Rift right now, so.
1: Cool.
2: Awesome. I don't know how much I'm going to get to play, but. It's
5: nice. of course. You're new dad, you know, you don't sleep. Yeah.
1: I'd like to say, um, because this is going to be our last show of the year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Um, you know, and I hope everyone is safe and has a fantastic um, holiday season.
5: Thanks, Rox. You, too. Yes. Thanks thank you. You, too. And thanks for the goodies, yes. by the way.
1: Oh, you're welcome. All right.
0: You, too, Roxy and Les, as always, thank you to Spud, Spud, OJ, and Zierra for coming and being our guests this week. Um, every, yes. If uh, hail nor, and we will sign off.
1: Hail nor.
0: Hail nor. Hail nor. I
6: speak of the courage that virtue bestows of honor. We can be brave, but we cannot be proud. Speak of the vigil that keeps us all home bound. One can be saved, but one cannot be found